It's a true story. All my stories are true. One of the kids that I was working with, he got a tattoo. And he told me, I'm going to get a tattoo. I said, you know, maybe don't get it in a in a place that's like open, you know. Get it like in a private, like under your undershirt. So he said, why? I said, well, you know, for the future, if you get married, if you have kids, you know, you might not want to have it like right here, you know. So he looks at me straight in the eyes and he says, what future? And I was like, oh. So here's somebody who doesn't see any future for themselves. And I'm telling them, in the future, it showed him such, it was so damaging. It showed him that me, I don't understand where he is at. Someone's on top of a building and they want to jump off and you say, yeah, I don't think you should do it. I don't see, but tomorrow you might, it's no tomorrow. It, it, a little thing like that. And we say, why are you getting so angry? Why are they why are you cursing us? Because it shows that I, I'm not with you. I'm not with you in your pain. A little thing like that. I told him, why do you always have to have such like angry tattoos full of anger? I said, why can't you ever get like a smiley face? Now the real reason is because when he gets them, he feels like dying. His skeletons and, and blood and all that stuff. He doesn't get them when he's in a good place. But anyway, the next tattoo that he got, Nebuch, the next tattoo that he got, he showed it to me. It was a smiley face. He said, I got this for you. I said, um, I don't know what to say. Nobody ever did that for me. It's the first time that ever happened. But every time he looks at, at his forearm, he sees a smile instead of a, a whatever, a devil or a bad stuff or blood. I can't relate. But we need to be humble to, say, to think to ourselves, I can't relate. I'm not going to judge. I'm going to respect his journey. And I'm going to assume that it's probably a result of a lot of pain. And Zehu. And Zehu. I asked him on Tuesday night. He told me, he showed me Sunday he went to get a tattoo. I said, why? Not critical. Why? Why? I said, I'm curious. What happened? He said he was feeling suicidal. And he tried to kill himself in the past. And he was feeling suicidal. And instead of killing himself or trying to kill himself or overdosing or doing whatever terrible thing, he went to get a tattoo. So I said, wow, did it help you? He said, it's two days, but since then I don't feel suicidal. So I said, you saved your life. You did a great thing. How much was it? I want to pay for it. I want to sponsor it. It sounds so crazy. Avi wants to sponsor someone's tattoo. We break Shabbos. If someone's suicidal or someone's sick, we break Shabbos, Yom Kippur, everything. He could have killed himself. He's capable. Well, he's not capable. He tried so many times and he didn't manage to do it yet. Thank God. Rammed his car in a wall at like 150 miles an hour and broke collarbone, hip bone, knees, ribs. Was in a hospital for like six months in the middle of nowhere. Very capable of, of trying. And he didn't try because he got a tattoo. Now, I'm not a Paisic, a Rav. I'm not speaking on behalf of God. I'm, so I think, I think it's logical. But I, I said to him, I said, you did such a good thing. Yeah, if, if you're going to hurt yourself and kill yourself, better to do anything to, 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 to not do that. I said, I want to pay for it. Rav Gavriel Tzinner, who's one of the biggest Paiskim of our Dar, he wrote the Nite Gavriel. He told me on a Friday night, in the middle of the night, someone knocked on his door. There was a woman there, a from woman. She said, I'm suicidal. 
So he said, okay, so you want me to, what do you want me to do? You want to take you to the hospital, take you to the psych ward? What should I do? She said, no, what calms me down when I feel this way is sewing. Sewing is a, a malacha. Am I allowed to sew? He said, yes, of course, go home and sew. Yerushmuel Birnbaum writes that in America there is a machla ma'oid shchicha. Very, very, what's the word? Common. And it's called dikaon, depression. And he says, venerally, it seems to me that you could be, it's, that it's mutter, it's hard to believe he wrote this, I have it in the Sefer. Mutter l'chalel Shabbos avur misha soivo mimachlazu. It seems to me that it's mutter to be machal Shabbos for someone suffering from dikaon, from depression. Why? He says, because somebody who's not feeling exalted, misha enoi margish roimamus, that's, you're not talking about severely depressed. It's talking about someone who's not margish roimamus. A lot of us are not margish roimamus, feeling exalted. Who knows where they can spiral to? So if someone is sick with depression, you have to be very careful. You don't know how it can spiral down. Seems to me, seems to me, he writes this blanket. Now, of course, you're all part of TP. We always ask your of before you do anything. We don't have to rely on that, but it's just interesting. Tzadikam understood. They understood that someone is in a matzav of pikuach nefesh or suffolk pikuach nefesh, what you got to do. So I told him, you did good. You did good. You didn't hurt yourself. And I think he felt good that he saw that. Instead of being embarrassed, oh, Avi's looking down at me, whatever. How can I look down at somebody? I, I, I can't understand what their life is all about. We just have to be humble to say, I don't understand. And you say that. You never say, I understand. Right? It's like saying, oh, you went through Auschwitz? Yeah, I also had bad days. You suffer from depression? Sometimes I also feel out of it. It's terrible. Oh, you went through trauma? I also went through some hardships. It's the, it's, it's the most insanely ridiculous and hurtful thing you can do. Just be humble. And you say the words that I learned how to say. I learned from the home sweet home guys. I didn't know this either. I would say, I have no idea what you're going through. But I'm here with you. I'm here with you. And I'm always interested in learning. You could always explain it to me. And until then, I'm Dan Lekav's chus. They are right. And after doing this for 20 years, and with hundreds and hundreds, I see they are right. They are right. By the way, we have over here, you can speak after group to her. She also had a daughter with explosions going on. And we, Kazuntai. We had, we had a lot of parents. You also had, unfortunately, terrible explosions. It's, we have the medicine. Some goes quicker, some goes slower, but there's no other way. And it takes being very humble and being able to apologize and being able to hear, hear, hear their, their pain being expressed at you. I don't wish it on my biggest enemy. You guys are the biggest tzaddikim. You're angels. You're angels. When it happens, pray for me, please. Pray for everybody here. Because it's not easy. You're going through that also. You guys, she's a target. She's a moving target. The kids are doing target practice on her. It's crazy. It's, and they're good at it. They know where to hit you right in that sweet spot. They should all have a refuge lemma.